0: He Number one issue, uh, real quick, Washington, Washington's the best
1: football team, the best team we have played this year. Sure. All right. Yeah, Washington uh, is the best football team I've seen in this conference ever. Uh, going back to when I played in
0: Home helmets at Oregon State, uh, coached a long time, and uh, really looking football teams I've ever seen play in this conference, so...
1: Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm.
0: The Huskies are home with a Rose Bowl victory and a national championship.
1: Into this world we're thrown. They have to like look without without and a just a take own down own that own last tombstone and right bury it someplace else storm. because this baby's just the Huskies. The, yes the final circuit. Washington has done it—the longest home winning streak in NCAA history is just that history. Take a long holiday. Let your children play. 25. You made a promise to
0: me, and you delivered today. Well, Curtis, I know you're sitting.
1: Now this is a home run for Seattle I, I think this is a great move And I give Chris Peterson a lot of credit Everyone talks about strike while the iron is hot He could have jumped to another job years ago But he waited and you know, maybe he evaluated Can I really win big this at CLA? Do I want to work for Pat Hayden? Instead he waits, the Washington job comes along again for him I think it's a terrific move for the coach and for the school I think he's going to win big there. Washington, for him, a place where national championships have been won, a place where I do think you can recruit players. How uh, you what C looks and all this? Yeah, not that great. It makes the star keys in Ireland more and more like what it was, a silly attachment to a path that they'll never be able to.
0: everybody. Welcome back to the Husky Fan Podcast. This is the last preseason edition, well, I guess since it's game week and the start of the 2018 season, we're technically not in preseason anymore. Jimmy Cornell, I don't know if uh, you prepared much. I spent about
1: 17 minutes preparing, but uh, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I I just uh, viewed a short documentary on Netflix called Zion, very the, good short. About the national park? No, this had to do with a wrestler uh who had no legs. This <laughs> so was about a person. About a person named Zion. He he was born with no legs and uh was given up as a child as a as an infant and uh went through about seven or eight foster homes. And uh quite an ex- inspiring piece, very well done. Was no. he, uh, is he American? Yes. He is. That's, uh, how old is he now? Uh, he's 20. He goes to, um, Kent state university. He's, uh, attempting to go to the Olympics in wrestling.
0: Well, how are we going to complain about something now? If <laughs> you bring that up, what can we complain about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about the same thing. Um, <laughs> the, the, this piece, this short piece was quite, uh, quite, uh, kind of a gut punch. It was very well done. Like, like this guy, big fan, but, uh, I mean, we, we, we can throw in some gripes. If we, if we only had an ounce
0: or a 10th of a 10th of that guy's talent, we would go much farther in life.
1: Oh, and his, uh, his, his pure drive. I mean, this guy is, uh, it's impressive, to say the least. That's all I can say. I was invoking that line
0: from Rudy. If you had a tenth of the heart of Rudiger, you could have made All-American. Get out of here. Give me another tail back <laughs> I like it. Does that get you fired up? fired up? Oh, hey, you bet, buddy. Um, Do you mind if I take a nibble on a protein bar because I'm out of energy?
1: Well, I, I, think, uh, mm. I think the listeners will really oh, appreciate it. Oh be
0: very would be very happy so you told me that you had an issue with gender reveal
1: parties oh yeah you know that the, the did, I your, mean, did your boss drag you to one of those uh, no, no i mean i think this can all be circled back to um social media in a nutshell like you sure there there are some positive things that social media though so i would i would say it's overshadowed by a lot of negative yeah. things uh, and one being the gender reveal uh, events that people attempt and then there's this big thing about like when they screw it up when it's a blooper you know that gets as many views when they screw it all up where, you know the, the the wife throws you know the ball or the balloon and, and, and the husband is swinging the bat to make it explode into the color of of the tree, but the irony is right you know blue is a boy pink is for a girl but like now but people are pissed if you just identify someone as a male or female like because you're discounting people that don't identify but what about all these gender reveal parties that are not taking into consideration that Maybe they don't want their child to identify with either sex. You know, you have it, and then maybe a couple of years later, you know, you're offended if you say your your child is a boy or a girl. So, I mean, you're just—it's one big conundrum. I don't know what to tell you, but there are some very intricate and complex, um, you know, events that people create just just to reveal the gender of their child. What about what about the idea of just waiting to see what the child is? When, when your when your wife gives birth, what what about the idea of actually taking the effort you put into that and put that into parenting of the child? Yes, I'm, exactly. Or maybe the money spent, you can put that towards their education or or our sporting, you know, our sports or what have you. But yeah, <laughs> I thought I would gripe. If you wanted to gripe, that's certainly one of them. Gender reveal parties, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen much of those videos, and I haven't had to go to any of those parties. So, well, I don't, I'll, I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I'm actually in a pretty good mood. Yeah, even okay. though I didn't really have dinner. I mean, I, I wanted to get a burger, but I didn't want to have the feeling in my stomach. I'm just being weighed down. Okay. Because I have digestive issues. Even yeah. though I love eating burgers, I just well, it wasn't it, a good idea. So I don't. Now it's pretty late, and I don't have. The, I I don't have. I don't have food, so that's why I'm gonna to have to nibble on this protein bar throughout Can't this podcast. You just eat the burger earlier in the day. Yeah, I mean that is possible. I think I'm gonna have some tuna.
1: Okay, yeah, the the wrinkling of the packaging is probably just not what the listeners are excited for.
0: Yeah, that that's uh all right, we're having we're having a slow
1: start here. I think we've gotta pick it up. Okay, yeah, fair enough.
0: So that's so, my fault because I'm the host and quickly te- tequila, tequila thinks I'm a shitty host. So tequila. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Well, it's too bad. He graced the, the, uh, whatever this TSIO podcast, it was way better without him tur- <laughs> Shot, to, shots fired. I had to turn it off. I couldn't, I couldn't bear it unfortunately, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. That's why they fired him originally. But the I did have to get a shout-out, though. Uh, you know, we have some faithful listeners, and you know they told me to cook it that Trey Adams was going to be the starter uh, on Saturday, and he was going to play. So shots out to you out there that were telling me to cook it that Trey Adams was going to be starting at left tackle come Saturday. Is, is this like an inside word, or it's just some fans cook who it. are kind of eager? Cook it? That's the uh Ruth Robbins uh didn't she have that writer? He'd always say cook it. You don't remember that line? Yeah, I remember
0: it. Yeah. But I, well, I forgot. I try and remember more important things. <laughs>
1: well what, like <laughs> like birthdays and holidays and anniversaries. Wasn't his name Brian Cook? I believe his name was Brian Cook. Yes, it was. Yeah. So the fact is I'm thrilled to have him starting. Of course you want him out there, though it is. I mean, when was the Arizona game? Was that late October, early November? Uh, I think you mean
0: STDU. Yeah, that was in, I think I want to say the middle of October or late October. So let's
1: see. We're late uh, August, so it's about 10 months. So I I guess like the ACL injury is usually like a nine-month recovery. It can be 12. I mean, they've gotten really good at it. But still a scary injury to put him out there to start. But if he's ready to go. He's ready to go, and you, you got to trust the coaches, right, Chest? Yeah, I mean, I actually do trust the coaches. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking it's a, it's a go.
0: Yeah, Maybe. I mean, we're not, we're not in our clown show years. We're not in the Sarkingham Thai, New Heisel world. I actually, I actually trust the
1: coaches now. And I, before I forget, as well, apparently there's a Don James documentary as well that has is coming out, or is that there is a trailer for it? I'll send it to you, but it does look quite good.
0: Yeah, that looks really good. And I tweeted them oh, you to make it? make sure to acknowledge the 1984 national championship. So what was that? I tweeted at them. To, I said, make sure you acknowledge the 1984 national championship.
1: Oh, excellent! Because even word. if even
0: if the school doesn't acknowledge it, it's in the NCAA record book.
1: Did you know that? You know, no, I did not. Well, I, I feel like you should be recognized for a real champion of uh, of this push for the '84 national championship. I think you should have some recognition. Yeah, I, I probably should be, but you know what? I'll, I'll just
0: pass pass that just back to uh, the team itself and the school.
1: Yeah, that's that's really big of you, buddy. I gotta oh, give you a shout out for that. I'll, I'll get my recognition later. Okay, fair enough. All right. So people probably want to get to the game. I know you have some topics to cover. I don't know. I, I know. I, the, I, I know. So sorry to interrupt.
0: I know that you know you, you. I am just here to beat my chest, but I don't know. I'm in a good, humble mood today. What can I say? I'll change my mind on that at a later date. Okay. Okay, so what do you want to get to, man? Because, you know. Okay, first let's do a quick a quick uh, two minutes on recruiting. We'll fly through this. Number one, uh, there are several crystal balls have come in for Fatui Tuatele uh, for UW. This guy is a five-star defensive lineman. I think he's 6'4", about three 300 right now. And one of the crystal balls came in from Steve Wiltfong, who's the national 247 guy, who has a really good track record. So this is not like a crystal ball coming in from Scott Eklund or, you know, Ruth. No offense to either of them. You <laughs> know, it, I'm just telling the list. It's coming from, and also there was another guy who I think is a national slash regional guy who crystal balled him to u So, I mean, that, and look. If we, if we get him, which it looks like we're going to. And by the way, we, we did mention that a couple months back. We were talking about, you know, chill out about recruiting. There's still a lot of good prospects out there. You mm-hmm. know, the inside word is we have a really good chance to get this guy. So anyway, that's the first time I'm going to beat my chest tonight. Uh, so anyway, if we get this guy and then the offensive lineman, Bulow, who's also from Hawaii. If we get those two guys and we look at the rankings for quality excluding our kicker which really drags down the average we would be ranked number 15 in quality and remember last year we were number 12 and that was a spectacular class so we still would have to close this class strong but assuming we get those two guys who are now strong leans uh for us you know then we're right where we need to be and then we just need to you know have a good
1: season and then finish really hard like we did last year so recruiting is fine well, staying on the topic of recruiting chests, I don't, I don't know if you caught my tweet, but apparently there was a uh, a school uh, in town visiting uh, in in the town of Ferndale, and there was an Oregon private jet. So there was a you saw there was a big zero on the jet. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and this is deep state sources. I'm going to try to get as many uh, right wing uh, trigger words into this pod as I can. So my first one's deep state. And uh, so, but my deep state sources tell me there was someone visiting in the uh, Whatcom County area. That could only mean one fellow up in Ferndale high school where Jake Locker now is the offensive coordinator. If you didn't know,
0: by the way, did you, okay, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, but did you see that thread where people were arguing about who would you rather have be the quarterback of this team? Like, yeah, Lock, Lock, Jake Locker, Keith or Price, Price, or Jake Browning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you? <laughs> I, I before I should before I should criticize what some people were saying. What What are your thoughts on that?
1: No, no. I want
0: your thoughts first, please. Um, I just uh, you know, I, Browning. I'm not. I think people re- they don't remember Keith Price had a major fumbling problem and he did throw a few too many interceptions and ultimately if we look at what the NFL is going to say price and browning are probably they're probably about the same i would say if browning has a really good year this year more like 2016 he might he might you know he might have a chance to get drafted he might go a little bit farther than price but more or less there's not a huge difference between them I mean, Locker, could pe- pe- do people remember in 2007 as a redshirt freshman, Locker, just his his running, just how insane it was? I mean, he was running like all over USC, Ohio State, and he wasn't that bad of a passer. Okay, and people are making out to sound like he was a 50% passer. I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, in the NFL, he was a 50% or sub-50% passer, but I mean... I- J- J- Jake Locker on on these teams that we have, I mean, it, it would be ridiculous.
1: Well, I mean, look at the coaching that he that he was under. I mean, he dealt with <laughs> Tyrone's staff. His,
0: his best season was 2007 as a redshirt freshman.
1: Yeah, he was unbelievable. You know that. Remember how incredibly fast he was too. I mean, he he slowed down as he progressed. I mean, he took a lot of hits, but I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, that he that 2007, like that Syracuse game, you know, you were just like, oh, my God, this guy, this guy is unbelievable. Um, yeah, then, of course, you know the rest. But, you know, I mean, if you look at Keith Price's sophomore year where, you know, he did have a good year. I mean, he had great receivers, too. <laughs> I mean, he had Jermaine Curse, Devin Aguilar, and uh, who was the third guy? It's just escaping me. Golly. Uh... He like was a James kid. Johnson no it wasn't James Kevin Smith nope it was one other guy DeAndre Campbell yeah DeAndre Campbell I mean, well he and was,
0: was Andy had Kaysen and ASJ who were true really if... good as true freshmen yeah was that
1: true freshman year too that year 2011 for those two guys that was his that was Price's sophomore year yes okay well yeah he was stocked with a lot of talent around him
0: Anyway, I'm just surprised if anyone yeah. would would. I mean, you put Locker on the offense that we have now. <laughs> I mean that
1: that would be you. You put Locker on the. 20- the, only, the only thing though, Pete, you know, he's big on right, accuracy. accuracy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I'm sure they would have tailored his strengths to the to the offense. But that's
0: the issue with Browning. Like, there's no improvisation in his game. Like, it's frustrating when you watch these other quarterbacks and how the play breaks down, but they can make a play. Browning has no ability to do that against decent competition or very limited ability. I should say.
1: Well, (laughs) hopefully he's not scrambling too much on Saturday.
0: Well, I think they're going to be doing a lot of quick throws and screen passes and things of that sort. They're going to, they're going to not have do a lot of thinking is what you're saying. Well, it's all pre-snap. He's pre-snap Jesus.
1: So you utilize the strengths of Ahmed, uh, McClatcher, Gaskin, Bocellia. Have a big target in Ty Jones. Then you got your uh, sample Kaiser-Otten combo.
0: Yeah, I think we're douging a little bit too hard on the tight ends, but I'll get into that. Uh, uh, not, not us, I think other oh, people. Oh, douging too hard on tight no, ends? No, not, not, not you and I, but I just think
1: other people. Oh, Okay.
0: But well, yeah. Let's,
1: I'm curious to hear your thoughts, and we, and you know, we probably want to touch on the depth chart as a whole.
0: Yeah. Again. let's.
1: Well, I want to, let's talk about um, let's talk about the the season
0: outlook and the depth chart, and try and fuse it together into one segment because I, I, I want to talk about I want to hit Auburn and the questions last. We have a lot of great questions, but oh, okay. um, I, I, the depth chart. I mean, it doesn't. It's not. We didn't really learn. I mean, maybe, you know, what are the new things we learned? Okay, maybe Tevis is moving back to Sam and, excuse me, instead of Mike or Will or whatever he was playing because you see DJ Beaver is there. Yeah. BBK. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, wide receiver, I was a little surprised to see Bacellia starting. I'm not a huge fan of that. Where would you, who would you have preferred? Um,. Well, I guess they have Fuller starting in the slot, so he's not – that's correct, right? Fuller is in the slot, so he's not – I guess he's not an outside, outside receiver. Is Bocellia the outside receiver? It appears so. But Ty Jones is – so there's two outside
1: receivers, obviously. Right. Um, You know, that's a Yeah, little but bit, you know, I don't know if you could totally read into that, you know, because right. they – one of those guys could play the first series, and the next thing you know, you know, Fuller's in for Bocelli for half the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get, and then at the nickel, I mean, Miles Bryant, he's a good player, but he's just, we saw him taking advantage of too many times last, I mean, even in the ASU game, before, um, before Jordan Miller, I mean, we have not seen Jordan Miller and Byron Murphy together since I mean, we haven't seen him in a meaningful game. Who's that? The corners, Byron, Byron Murphy and Jordan Miller. Because remember, B- B- Murphy got hurt after l- the week leading up to Colorado. And then, at yeah, he got hurt at practice, I think. And then Jordan Miller got hurt ASU at the end of the ASU game. That's correct. So it'll be interesting to see... How maybe Miles maybe Bryant will be a lot more effective, and, and maybe he won't get picked on as much.
1: But You're I'm on. just,
0: I'm just, you know, having Miles Bryant out there in BBK, and it's it's just you can't you can't have like a I just when you have go, you can't have an elite like a nationally elite defense when you have guys that have some limitations
1: like that out there just they're they're just gonna uh, watch the film against Penn State and they're gonna look for number five and they're gonna look for number 25 defensively I mean if you're not gonna try to exploit that as an offense then then you're an idiot yeah <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how the rotation goes i mean kyler manu is the backup to bbk
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. Oh. no that i mean wamba is the backup to beavers uh i mean that's scary Scrimpos is the backup to jalen like you're one play away from wamba or kyler manu at linebacker jesus <laughs> I mean that's not to bring up a sore subject but that's where like a guy like Keho that hurts.
0: And also I floor. I mean we talked about this in the last podcast. We lost our two most talented linebackers. Well clearly and Wellington's were- hurt too. Like I get I guess uh, Coker said that he's looking a lot better physically but he's hurt he's still trying to recover from an injury.
1: So okay, we under we know this coaching staff loves to sub, especially second series. Yeah. So we we could potentially have a combo of Manu and Wamba. It's Constantine all over again. <laughs> I mean, frankly, if you're Auburn and you see those two guys come in, like, okay, one, you don't have any film on them, but you're gonna learn pretty quickly you uh, know may- maybe they will surprise us but um <laughs> Wamba is a senior I don't know is he even a scholarship guy and then Manu is scholarship but he's never played yeah we got we, we got him so that he could help us get Togiai
0: but unfortunately oh. the guy we needed to to get was Gino Mariani Right or, or his doctor who's performing the gastric bypass
1: surgery. <laughs> Listen, Gino, it's all taken care of. <laughs> well, I mean, there are some backup scenarios that I am not. I just I'm not really excited to see. No, we talked.
0: I mean, we talked about it. It's the it's the middle of the defense, the front seven. I mean, yeah. that's where injuries are are going to hurt. I mean, Wamba. Let's 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 see. I'm I'm going through the roster now.
1: I mean, you got Amandre Williams backing up Tevis. I mean, I think there's some excitement around Amandre, but we haven't seen him. We haven't really yeah. seen him play meaningful minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, linebacker is a scary group. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, a,
0: a, a national championship team. It's just you don't have any weaknesses. Like, you're you're solid in every area. And you look at, you know, what's, what's keeping us from being a national championship team right now, I would say depth at linebacker, you know, maybe. Well, right now, depth at D-line is. Possibly. You know, I want to, you know, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't want to pick on JoJo McIntosh. But, like, because I've been watching a lot of our highlights in 2016, we know how good. Our pass defense was every completed pass, like every, like almost every highlight I'm watching in 2016, when other teams could complete, like a deep, you know, a 20 yard or like a, you know, first, for a third down completion against us. Like mm-hmm. JoJo McIntosh, like he, he's every highlight, like he's getting over way too late. I just, I, I don't, I, I think he's overrated, to be honest. I mean, I know he's a great hitter, he's great in the run game, but. I just, I just think he's he, in, in the past
1: game. He's a weak spot. So would you rather see uh, Gilchrist or or Joiner? I mean, they have Joiner backing up Murphy.
0: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where they you know if, if they have Joiner in the
1: slot. Um, well, I mean Elijah Molden has apparently had had a fantastic spring and a great fall. I mean. <laughs> Apparently, but apparently
0: know, he can't beat out a 5'8 guy.
1: Well, I think you've pointed out in others that it appears that Lake has a real special spot for Miles. I really think he does. And he, and, I mean, Miles Bryant gets a lot of pub. He gets a lot of press. He is not short on press clippings. Yeah, I mean, it's too <laughs> bad that he cuts press clippings anymore. No one's cutting any clips out of a newspaper anymore. It's too Those... bad
0: with Miles Brandt. They could not like, lay him down and, like, stretch him out a couple more inches.
1: <laughs> well, they're, they're actually, interestingly, There, have you ever heard of Rolfing? There's another uh, massage technique called Soma. And Soma has shown to give people up to a half an inch. Really? Yeah, because, you know, gen- your body is just naturally... It's taking on gravity. Wait, what And what does it do to your height? It, it increases your height. Like, <laughs>
0: did, did, did you miss my joke there? You said it gives you up to a half an inch, so like, yeah, that's good, and what about your height? <laughs> Got, it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, that's good. It's like, <laughs> that's right it's like that joke where it's like, it's hard, and you're like, yeah, and so is football. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh,
0: that's what that's what she said. <laughs> oh God, I hate that joke. <laughs> All right, what were we talking about against So the, the linebackers, linebackers. Um, yeah, I mean, Dep- And that you know, we'll talk more about Auburn at the end. But that quick comment on that, it does concern me against Auburn, a running team. I mean, they're gonna they're probably gonna try and pound it up the middle.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Certainly, chest
1: right up the middle. I mean, where where would you attack our defense if you were Auburn? You'd go right at BBK, and then you'd throw right at Miles Bryant. You'd get formations where he'd come out as a uh, as the third nick or third corner and or wherever he lines up, and you go right at him. This, you're just looking for mismatches. Yeah, it's just those are the. Those are the mismatches. Those are the most glaring, for sure. I mean, it sucks to admit it, but Penn State had better athletes. And Auburn's going to have as good as talent. I think DDY posted their recruiting rankings. Are, you know they're, they're, they're a hair above UW, I believe. It was like 90 to 87.
0: But, I mean, given how well we develop players, the talent rankings are probably, you give a slight edge to Auburn at this point. You know, you can't always, you know, because we could have some seniors that are three-star guys that are better than freshmen that they have or that are four-star guys. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, it just, I mean, looking at our schedule to talk about the whole season outlook, I mean, Auburn, this game is, uh, I don't want to say it's so much more difficult than the next most difficult game, but. It's clear. I mean, it's clearly the most difficult game of the season. Would you have any gripe with that?
1: Uh, no, or, no or, or is that is that fake news, brother? <laughs> That's a left wing trigger word. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you can certainly make an argument that this poses to be the stiffest test for Washington. Uh, for the entire year. I mean, we've been through it. Another word I like, ad nauseum about <laughs> yeah. the schedule The schedule last year really um, lining up for, you know, a special season. If, if we had
0: that schedule, I think we could go 12-0 and this year. Yes,
1: absolutely. You get through Auburn, uh, you had an opportunity with that schedule to go 12-0, absolutely, without a doubt.
0: No, I mean last year's schedule. Like if yes, we had last a-
1: year's schedule. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, the, oh, the toughest game would be, like, Oh, yeah, I am
1: what you're saying. If we had just last year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so, looking at the schedule, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I feel there's three games we could lose. I'm not saying we're going to lose three games. I'm saying there's three games where we have a decent, I'm not saying 50% probability, but there's three games we have a decent chance of losing, I think it would be Auburn, Utah, and Stanford. I don't. I just think physically Oregon is not on our level. I think talent-wise, they just they, they lack the talent to beat us. May, maybe they will beat us. I don't know. I'm not saying it's you know things can change. The, you know, Stanford could have injuries. They could be a lot worse. You know they could mail it in at some point. Cal could be a surprise. But at least going into the year, there's three games that we could potentially lose. And, and by the way, Fetters. He was on the Pac-12 podcast. I don't know what the real name is, and he was saying the worst case scenario was six and six. He was like, "Yeah, they could lose to Oregon. They could lose to Cal. They could. They could lose. Oh, to, wow. They could lose to ASU. I mean, six and six. I mean." Uh. I don't know how anyone can listen to what that guy says. It's just He's just in his he's, own world. Is he trolling? He's got to be trolling. <laughs> yeah, he's an, he's, it's just everything he says is an elaborate troll job. Well, six well, and six. What are your thoughts about the UCLA game? Um, you know, that might be number four on my list of no. games we could lose. I think... What's quarterback at UCLA, do you know? Well, on the yeah, on the pack, uh, uh, I got the Pac-12 Network on right now. Actually, Jay Smitty is on right now giving an interview, but I have it on mute. There's yeah. no, but you know, having it on mute or mute or mute or not, there's really not that much of a difference with Jay Smitty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I forgot what I was going. Oh yeah, UCLA's quarterback. The, oh, I think they were saying that Chip has not named a starter yet, so they have Wilton Spate. One oh, degree. yeah, he's not going to run that offense. Well, then they have a freshman, and then they have the guy, I think, Modster from last year. Was well, did backup. you
1: see Spate at Michigan? And I watched I watched the uh, Michigan series, the Harbaugh series on Amazon, which is you know, highly entertaining, very good if you like football.
0: No, uh, hey, no wonder why you're always trying to short shortcut our podcast, because you have all this great content that you watch.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. watch a lot of content. I, I, is that just
0: like – I think that that should be your new career. Like, if you're looking for a career change, you should just be a professional TV watcher, where you just
1: review all these shows. You think people are going to listen to me? They're going to? I'm going to make money off my, my opinion about TV shows. Well, you could be like a you know you could be like a
0: writer for a magazine, or you know you could have your own YouTube channel if you want to start out and be. Do you think I'm a technically gifted writer? Uh, well, you, you, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen anything that you've written. You have a thesis you could send over for
1: review. <laughs> okay, I think I wrote a couple articles, for husky pun.
0: <laughs> but, but, but I, I'm just saying, like you, it's funny because you watch. I'm sure you don't watch. I'm sure you're not just like watching five hours of TV a day, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You you are TV TV superiority guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that title. I'm anyway, I'm so, we're <laughs> we're
0: getting way off track. I forgot what I interrupted Spate, you. You're making I a Spate. point. I Spate,
1: I really yeah. like Spate. Like he's a funny guy. He's like, he's kind of like a bro dude. He's you know he's a little what's the word? Uh, Goofy. You know, like he'd fit in at the in the Hamptons very well. He'd be he'd be perfect in the Hamptons. Um, Would he get a lot of tail there? Oh, I'm sure he'd do fine, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know he's confident in himself. But I just don't think he's going to run the Chip offense. That's just not. He's a th- you know he's a throwing quarterback. He's not the most mobile guy. He's like six five. I mean, if you're going to run Chip's offense, I mean, you got to be pretty versatile. He he just doesn't have the skill set. I think unless Chip's changes offense completely, which I'd be surprised. Yeah, he was only a three-star quarterback, six six two thirty-five. I guess yeah. ESPN had him as a
0: four star, but
1: he's a lanky dude. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a very he didn't have a very good career at Michigan. I mean, he got a lot of criticism. Yeah, yeah, UCLA.
0: I mean, they're a real yeah, they're a wild card. I could we, I, we'll see. I just they think play. we're
1: due. We're due to win a game there. We're so due. Does UCLA play on Thursday or no Saturday against Cincinnati? I think I think Brock Ewers doing the game. Nice. I, I just have a feeling
0: UCLA might be like a dumpster fire this season. All right, well, we'll find out. So Maybe, maybe like, I, I know earlier you picked them as a surprise, but maybe at the beginning of the season, like, it might, just like the first couple games, it might kind of be like a dumpster fire before they kind of figure out what they're doing. Well,
1: I, I mean, Chip Kelly's a good coach, you know. Scratch the Philadelphia experience. Uh, the guy's good football coach.
0: But some I mean, sometimes we overestimate like the impact a good coach can make, like, immediately. I know UCLA has talent, but like sure. if you look at a lot of great coaches and you look at blue but blue bloods, you know, we talked about this a couple years ago. Usually it's in the second year where they make like a huge leap. Like Saban, I think they were he was like six and six the first year, the second year they almost made it to the national championship game. So well for Chip, I think they'll make a big leap the second year, the third year for sure. It's just this first I mean, remember Peterson in the first year? I mean, that was a mess.
1: Yeah, yeah, that no, it was it was a struggle, no doubt. So
0: I, I I think you know, I I guess nothing would surprise me with UCLA at this point. But I no, I, I yeah, I would I would rate them as number four. I'm just not Oregon, I mean, our team is gonna be so confident. I mean, we're not gonna be overconfident, we're gonna be confident in the right way I mean we've killed those guys the last two years and they don't have any players that like we should be afraid of other than the quarterback sure I mean they got some good players on defense but you know they're season natty I, they just they don't know what's coming to them
1: <laughs> you're right Wait, okay, next topic. What do we what do what are we on to do next? I mean, the schedule. We've identified the concerning games. We know Auburn is, uh, you know, we could give him the number one status is most difficult. It's an away game. You know, it's right. It site, but it's not. It's and everybody, not a-
0: everybody knows it's an away game. Right. So what do you, well? What do you think? How would you feel about? What do you think the odds are that we can? If we lose to Auburn, we can run the table the rest of the way.
1: Uh, I mean, you can't have a late season lapse. I mean, I think the odds are are fairly high. I think think it's very doable. I think you could get away with uh, winning out. I think it's – I don't know the odds. I can't give you the odds, but I think they're in their favor. But, again, it's going to come down, to, you know, injury is going to be an impact, obviously, especially if it happens at the linebacker position. You're going to be in a real jam there. But that being
0: said, at least we do have the ability to play three safeties.
1: Well, and, and maybe, you know, Tifici, uh, you know, gets an opportunity to play. Who knows? I mean, right. he's got the size. Yeah. We'll see. I, th- I, I like their chances I, I think they're a sound team um, You should win every game at home I know they got Stanford at home They'll, I think that's going to be a difficult game But you know you might have some extra motivation Because of last year The revenge factor could be there I mean they had that game last year They blew it um, So I, I like their chances They lose Auburn uh, There's no doubt they could win out you know, I think Utah is going to be a very difficult game
0: yeah, the two most difficult games are at the beginning
1: of the season. Yep. Yeah. And
0: one that you know, people are talking about the Oregon. I mean that that's not like I know that flying to ASU last year was a short trip, but you know we go to UCLA, then we go home, we go to Oregon. Like that's not that big of a. I mean, because people are trying to say you know that is our ASU this year. But ASU, we've always played shitty at Arizona, and so the players, you know, the last time we were there, we had a really bad game in 2015, Right. versus Oregon is a shorter trip. You know, are we, are we going to take a bus there, or what is it, like a 40-minute flight?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a flight. Yeah,
0: sure. it's a very quick flight, and the last time we were in the stadium, we we killed them, and we killed them last year. We know they're probably decent, so I just... I, I, I'm i not that worried about, I'm really not that worried about that game. I'm much more, I would be more worried about the UCLA game. And maybe even Cal. I mean, we'll see. You know, that that could be a trap game.
1: So you got no faith in Chris
0: Um, I mean, he's obviously, I, I heard an interview with him. He's obviously very engaging, likable, charismatic guy. But, you know, as a coach, maybe he's a meathead. <laughs> I can see why they're recruiting well, and we do have a question about that. You want to get to questions? Because that's a good segue. Let's get to questions. We'll do the questions quick, and then we'll talk about Auburn.
1: Yeah, and then we'll wrap it up.
0: All right. So a question from our bro, our bud, Tequila. How many days would it take for each of you to fill the sleeves? Now, that's in reference to their strength coach, and he has these videos about fill the sleeves, do all these bicep curls, flex Friday, you know, get your arms bigger so you can fill the sleeves
1: well first off i appreciate the question tequila anything i said bad about you i take back (laughs) uh to fill the sleeves it would take me quite some time half a year six months 180 days depends on the size of the sleeves right yeah i could fill a sleeve on an extra small t-shirt probably
0: you know, one thing I got to say, bicep curls are a terrible exercise. Like They really are. Bo- bodybuilders <laughs> are not doing those. Like, you know, if you're trying to gain mass and gain muscle, it's all about compound movements. And, you know, like pull-ups are probably better. And, and the other thing, Jimmy, the, tri- the triceps, that's a bigger muscle than the biceps, right? What's that? You're, the tricep is a bigger muscle than the bicep. I, I don't know. Like, no, when you really, like, when you have a, a, a big arm, like, an, a, or a really muscular guy, and you have a big a, a big arm, the tricep is, it's more, it's yeah. just bigger. So, well, like, if you really want to get big arms, trice, triceps are more important than biceps. Like, th- that muscle, show, yeah. it shows more than the biceps. Got so, it. I mean, I understand what he's doing. You know, bicep curls, fill the sleeves. I get it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, Look, that guy's engaging. I mean, it's fun, but do they scare me? Being a Husky fan, not really. I mean, yeah, Oregon will probably have some talented teams coming up, but I mean, it, it, you think that guy is a better strength and conditioning coach than Tim
1: Soha? No. And you know, the Oregon fans are getting pretty, uh, getting pretty uh, lippy too, out on the Twitter spheres. I mean, they're getting a lot of attitude. They haven't done jack. Well, yeah, I thought, they're, I thought they're... Willie Taggart was was the man. I mean, that that lasted a long time. Was he even there a full twelve months? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, that did. Yeah, that didn't last very long. No, it did not. Okay, what's it, the next? Yeah,
0: it it, it didn't last. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I forgot. Something about, you know, you, Kim Greenwald, and you won't last long here on, you know, dogman.com. If you're just here to, maybe he, he beat his chest, and so he didn't, that's why he didn't last that long.
1: Next question. <laughs>
0: uh, how worried should we be that our two most proven wide receivers, Chico and Fuller, can't really play at the same time unless we go four wides? What? What's the question? Okay. how? All right. So Chico and Fuller, they're yep. on the depth chart. They're both at the same spot. So assuming there are two most proven receivers, how worried should we be that we can't play them both at the same time?
1: Oh, I think Fuller can play on the outside. Unless think- we have four wide.
0: Yeah. And I also, I, I think, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but I also, you know, I have a lot of faith in Ty Jones. I, I think speaking of breakout players, I think, I think uh, Ty Jones is going to be one of the top breakout players. I, I don't know if he's going to have like a seven a fifty catch seven hundred yard season, but I think he'll be very effective when he's out there. I think he'll be noticeably better.
1: Yeah, and I, and you know Fuller can play on the outside. I in just you know I, I think with Peterson reading into the depth chart is honestly like pretty, not really time well spent, frankly. Uh, I mean. We've seen we've seen games where Gaskin hasn't run the first play, you know. Yeah. First run, you know. There's been scenarios where he hasn't been, you know. Just they're they're the way they sub and the way they play, guys. I just you, you can't put a lot of stock into the depth chart.
0: I mean, all these people are flipping out about it. Yeah. And, I mean, and how is that? Why is that changing your assessment of the team?
1: Based on the depth chart? Yeah. I, I don't think there's any. I don't know anyone would be surprised at the depth chart and how it shook out. I mean, I think anyone lo- you know analyzing it would 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 literally come up with the same roster or the same starters. It's good that we see Jackson Kirkland. That's a positive surprise. Yeah, sure. Talent yeah. over experience. Yeah, I mean that that bodes well for a guy that. Uh, you know, they, they targeted and got, and he's obviously progressed. I mean, but I, I, you know, there's I don't think there's anything shocking or surprising about the depth chart as a whole. Do you? Not really.
0: Let's go to the next question.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, what is the biggest key for the Huskies to beat Auburn? Which game and conference do you feel will be our toughest game? I think we both agree that Utah is the toughest conference game. Do you agree? Yeah,
1: I, I do agree. I mean, uh, may,
0: you know, maybe Stanford. It's, it's hard to tell that late, and Stanford's a little Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're if they're on, I could see Stanford ending, you know, ending up being a very difficult game because their offense has a lot of potential with the big tight ends. They can kill us over the middle. That guy white Whiteside. I hate that guy. I hope he gets injured. By the way. <laughs> But if they have a lower floor than us, but anyway, I I could see Stanford sneaking in there. But I think we both agree it's Utah.
1: I agree. On the road, tough place to play. There, you know, they're decent. They'll be a decent squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: And the first part of what is the biggest key for the Huskies to beat Auburn? I think we got to stop the run.
1: Yeah. Well, the all the cliches. Don't turn the ball over. You know. Score more points than they do. It comes down to the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, Peyton Henry's got to do his job. I mean, I think that's a, a factor that is that's <laughs> a big X factor. <laughs> yeah. We don't we we don't. Apparently, he's done well in practice, and he's you know he's performed, but a uh, little different to start out in the Mercedes Benz. Georgia doom in Atlanta uh, against uh, Auburn whatever where, whatever monstrosity that thing is called And the fact is I mean it's going to be a widely watched game uh, nationally so you know th- these are situations where Peyton <laughs> Henry has has never sniffed so uh, that that's the next factor but you know you of course you got to take care of the ball you got to stop the run. Uh, you gotta get, you gotta take points where you can get them. I mean, what other cliche can you come up with? I mean, we, we can't take an we can't take an injury in the linebacker position. Already. You gotta come out and hit him in the mouth. Yeah, punch him in the mouth. You know, let him know that you're here to play. So, but you know, we can we can end with the Auburn keys, but I, yeah, I think stopping the run is going to be obviously crucial. But, you know, the nationally, Stidham's looked at as a, as a pretty good quarterback, too.
0: Yeah, and, and stopping the run is so huge.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's incredibly important. What's the next
0: question? Will Lake have every frosh defensive back play in four games so that they redshirt this year? Also, will any true freshman play more than four games? I think uh, you mentioned Tafisi. I mean, if he stands out.
1: He's well, he a corner.
0: The feces oh. not a corner. Oh, I, I, yeah. Well, that was the second part of his question. Okay, yeah. yeah D backs. I mean, yeah. You have to think they're going to play a little bit North the first Dakota couple State. games.
1: Yeah. They'll probably play, you know, BYU. I mean, yeah. I think it's safe. I mean, if they're ready, if they. <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean, Kyler Gordon, to me, I, I am thrilled about that guy. I've been talking him up ever since uh, I watched his film, even before he was committed to Dub. I mean, I'm no recruiting geek like a lot of you out there. You could probably run circle, r- circles around me against recruiting. Uh, but Kyler Gordon, to me, I think that guy is going to be an unbelievable talent in this defense. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I mean, will there be a freshman that plays more than four games? I mean, that... Hard, hard to hard to see that coming to fruition, frankly. Was a true freshman? I mean, you would have to think a couple. At four games to play beyond four games? Yeah. Who in front of who? Well,
0: I'm just talking about the whole roster, not the defensive backs.
1: Oh, oh, the whole roster. Oh, okay. That's is that the second part of the question I keep missing yeah.
0: here? Uh, I mean, the defensive line maybe. You know, Taimani or Thule, they could possibly play more than four games. We already talked about line. Maybe Jackson Sermon. I don't know exactly what position he is, but physically he's one of the best-looking freshmen in that class, and the whole class looks really good. You mentioned Tafisi, so, yeah, I I think those guys would be, especially on defense, I don't think, you know, I don't think we, on offense, it's really needed unless someone really comes out and, and, you know, they play in three or four games, and they just look like they're really going to help the team.
1: I was hoping Osborne would, would we'd see some Osborne. I mean, we forget about Bynum. I mean, that guy's a good receiver, a highly touted guy. You think about Cook. I mean, I liked Cook's film, too. I mean, it seems like Spiker and Osborne have gotten so much pub, you, but you can't well, remember that.
0: But you also have to remember, I mean, unless – unless you are like a really high level blue chip recruit that does, I mean, you're not going to make an impact, a notable impact until probably year two or maybe even year three. Sure. I mean, unless you're thinking who, who were like the guys who made a big impact day one, they were five star guys like Shaq Thompson, Reggie Williams, ASJ, ASJ. That's, I was thinking about him next. I mean, Cason. Even Cason came on at the end of the the end of his true freshman year, right? But I mean, just look at Benning, for example. I mean, this is his. This is going to be his fourth year, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we have to remember not every guy. We're, we're. I know it's hard to remember because we were in we were in a depression. We we're in a Husky football depression where. <laughs> players did not get better. There was no player development. So you just throw the guy out there. And however he was when he first went out there, that was pretty much how he was when he graduated or when he left. If if not, you know, and for most of the guys, they were probably worse actually. Sure. Jake Locker being one example. He was worse when he left. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of these recruits – you know, it, it's unless they're a really high level. In in the vast majority of those cases, they're not going to make a notable impact until year three, maybe even year four. Like this is year four for Benning, and I think he, I think he's primed to have a huge season.
1: Listen, man, we're already fifty-two minutes into this thing. Can we get to the next question?
0: <laughs> yeah, we do have a, actually. There's one. This is I want to skip to this one. Can Jimmy pretend like he actually wants to be participating this time? <laughs> Uh,
1: what are they they talking about uh (laughs) everything are you talking about the last pod like people i got text messages from people telling me like i sounded nervous about the game uh of course uh, we're
0: nervous of course of
1: course you're nervous so what do you mean not me wanting to participate what does that even mean well i
0: think it's i think it's you're whining about the time and Finish oh
1: finish sure. Well I mean shit man. I mean we do this late at night. We got busy days. I know you're a bit of a night owl, but you know, I got an early morning, man. I'm I'm a working man. I you know, I'm a slave to the to the man. I yeah. know you got, well, we, we, we semi retired and we, living we, a high high life we, and living we, on a hog, you know, we. but I'm I'm still grinding
0: yeah the uh, the hand job business is going really well for me these days <laughs> but um time we, hey, we, we, c- yeah, we could do we could do this earlier if you want next week
1: well no i it's fine okay but well, I, let me all right this, let me let me get
0: through let me get through these other things um uh let's see here um what is the logical and illogical argument that a five eight midget walk on Miles Bryant even suits up when we have an entire stable? of blue-chip defensive backs. And this guy really wanted to know, like, the logical and illogical. I think the logical one is he's better at that specific nickel position. You know, he practices really hard. He plays yeah. really hard. He's a smart player. I, he would be an All-American in, like, an under 5'10 league. <laughs> but, um, you know, he just he can't, against big-time blue-chip receivers, he just can't cover those guys. So I think that's the logical you know and he has experience um i, I what would what would you want to make the illogical argument
1: well i wanted to make one other point on the logical and i'll let you you're kind sure, sure. of on the roll but I, the one thing is he, you know he's a decent he's a pretty good tackler too yeah he but is he, he you got to hand it to him he's got he's got a good skill set and and he's made some big plays I and mean, we and like we said before we have not seen him
0: playing you know with the two healthy corners
1: right no, absolutely. Now you keep going, buddy. What's the illogical reason?
0: Uh, the illogical. Well, I mean, you know, he, the illogical reason is it is it gives other teams with blue chip players another guy on the defense that they can pick on. It's another matchup advantage, a potential matchup advantage.
1: Yeah. What the hell are you eating now? A protein
0: bar, dude. I got. I got. I need some energy to finish this.
1: Oh my lord! Jeez. Uh, all right, next question.
0: Over or under forty-eight total points Saturday? I think I'm taking the under.
1: Forty-eight points. So you're taking the under, huh?
0: But that, that actually that 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 was the question. That, that's the comment.
1: Yeah. Okay. Whoever
0: asked it said they're taking the under.
1: They're taking the under. Understood. <sighs> um. 30, nah, 30, 30 26 what's 30 26 yeah yeah i i think yeah i don't think i think taking the under is reasonable i i mean if you listen to the 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 fall practice notes the, the little that we get i mean it sounded like the offense did was struggling pretty mightily against our defense. Can we assume that the Auburn defense is going to be, are they going to be a shade under UW's defense? Are they going to be better? Are they going to be just as good? Are they going to be a little worse?
0: Uh, They're going to be probably better, but you probably have to factor in, you know, maybe they'll have some penalties and make some stupid mistakes. Like that's our hope.
1: Yeah. I I I think taking the unders, I I, I think that's a safe bet.
0: Okay, no freshman in the two deeps. Who do we see on the field first? Mm -hmm. Good question. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, uh, go go ahead. Yeah. It's going to be a linebacker, a defensive lineman, I think. Yeah. Or maybe a wide receiver. You never know.
1: Who would you you see coming in over Bynum, Cook? Maybe Osborne. Osborne, yeah. Uh, Auburn fans consensus, 30 to 50
0: points on us. What's the best place to watch an Auburn fan meltdown when they fail to reach double digits? Uh, Here's where you can watch the meltdown. Probably on Coug Farm and (laughs) (laughs) E-Duck.
1: Yeah, probably a good place to start.
0: Yeah, if that really happens, just go to those boards and tell them we're going to pound their shit. (laughs) What game will Hainer or Yankoff take over the reins? Take over, excuse me, take over the reins. Yeah, I don't know, North Dakota State, probably, or North Dakota. They'll they'll take it over temporarily. It's going to be
1: Sermon before Yankoff. Yes, you're correct. Sermon's ahead of him. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see any Yankoff this year. Yeah, I think uh you'll see Hayner coming in North Dakota State. Yeah, you know, if with this new rule, Sermon might get a series. We'll see. Okay.
0: Say UW beats Auburn, Utah, Oregon, and Stanford, but still goes eleven and one. In this scenario, who do the Huskies lose to and why? Mm. I think the options would be UCLA or Cal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think Cal's gonna be an improved football team and I think Uh, You know, UCLA has been a house of horrors for us down there over the years. So, uh, yeah, I think logically it's – to me it would be UCLA and then Cal. Yeah. The next games.
0: Cal is um, well coached, but they probably don't have the – The horses. Yeah, the horses yet. UCLA does have the horses, but uh, they're sniffing glue or whatever. (laughs) What what, what does that have to do (laughs) – What's that uh, horse in a glue factory what What is that concept?
1: I don't know, no idea,
0: okay, yeah, I probably should have looked that up. It's been a long day
1: quickly the u c l a quarterback situation is not a good one that that's going to be a problem for them all year
0: yeah and and that that also helps us and same thing with Cal like ross Bowers like i nope. that guy doesn't worry me,
1: nope. What's next? Next
0: question. Okay, how many points do we put up Saturday?
1: Oh man. Oh, I, I'm 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 saying like between twenty four and twenty six points.
0: You think we can score that many points?
1: Yeah. That's three TDs and a field goal. We better
0: okay. Gladstone has a couple things we'll have to discuss quickly. Shout out to Gladstone. Yeah. Will the base de- defense change? Jojo move closer to the line of scrimmage?
1: Mm.
0: Uh, you know, maybe. I mean, maybe if we're well, I think rap. Like, if we're going to play three safeties, we mm. talked about this last week. Wouldn't rap be the rover? He'd be ro- he'd be roaming and roving around, right, Jimmy?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know he's. He's shown to play very well closer to the line, Um, like like we we were mentioning, the Buddha Baker factor, the Buddha Baker role. So I I think we'd see Rap uh, making his presence felt closer to the line for sure. Just because he's sure tackling, he's got great uh, speed. uh, You know, he's the the heady player. So yeah, I I think (laughs) we the kind of guy you'd like to bang your daughter. (laughs) yeah that that guy
0: right yeah lovely thought for sure um what percentage of offensive plays should be wte i think that means white tight end right
1: yeah that's what it means
0: i you know i before we like jizz all over ourselves about how great the tight ends are let's see some of them like play and make a catch i mean everybody's talking about how great kate otten is I think he's gonna catch less than five passes this
1: year. Less than five. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think Sample has decent hands. I, I I don't think you can hate on his hands. I, I'm Jeff. not
0: hitting on sample, like he's fine. It's just Perfect. like I mean, is Kate Otten gonna come in and like be some great tight end from day one? You
1: I'll know? take I'll take that bet. I, I think Otten has more than five catches on the year.
0: What about 10?
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to go much past 10. Okay, so
0: he's probably going to get like 7 or 8, maybe. Yeah. No, and I mean, Kaiser, yeah, he was good blocking against Wazoo, but that's Wazoo. Well,
1: you know, Dick Baird was talking about his physique. Remember, many- I was talking about his physique a year ago. I know. Well, Hugh, Hugh would, or not Hugh would, <laughs> but Baird would would back you up on, on the on his physical prowess, his 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 physical makeup, his body structure. You guys are you know we're titillated by his by his physique. So um you know Kaiser I don't know anything about his catching ability but apparently he's 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 game ready for blocking and they we know that the UW offense asks a lot of the tight end position. So I think you're going to see Kaiser and Sample. You'll probably see him out there a lot, but I think Sample sample's going to be your primary catching tight end. And I think, you know, he has between, you know, five, I think he has five targets and he catches three of them, and probably somewhere in that range.
0: Nice prediction. No, I, I I like Sample. Yeah. I just think we got to pump the brakes on our tight ends till we see it in a game. Sure. Um, well,
1: no, Hunter Bryant has it all. Yeah. No. It's just
0: that, you know, he can't play. Please discuss expectations for Shane Bowman, Bronson, and Scrimpos. Now, Bowman, I think he's going to be the reverse suddenly senior. So I think he's on a different level than Bronson and Scrimpos. With Bronson and Scrimpos, the expectations are just don't get your shit pushed in when you're out there. Like, try and give us a few quality snaps.
1: Okay. Like, if they're
0: getting pancaked down the field and they're not doing anything.
1: Sure. Sure. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Expectations. Yeah, Just no, be a
0: good player.
1: I have no expectations. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not, yeah. Well, yeah. What, what are we expecting? Probably very little ahead of Bronson and Scrempos.
1: Yeah. You know, Shane Bowman. I
0: I, I wish we could take the six six two ninety two Scrempos and put that into Miles Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. We'll see, yeah, expectations. Okay, for Shane Bowman, I'm. we're expecting that he's going to go in there and actually be decent. The other guys, not so much. They're backups. You know, I'm just hoping that they won't be Yeah, if,
1: if Bowman turns out, if Shane Bowman has a good senior year, I, I think this team is going to be, will definitely be difficult to beat. I, mean, White, yeah. I think the defense will be very good. If Bowman has a great senior year, that, that is gonna bode well for a good yes. year.
0: Okay, let's quickly talk about breakout players. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm I'm really optimistic. I mean I've already said it. Ty Jones. I'm really optimistic on Benning and Ty Jones. I think yeah. Benning especially. I think I mean I was reading that he a couple times he beat Caleb McGarry in practices and then Coker in their podcast also mentioned that he beat Trey Adams. I don't know if he said once or twice. If Benning is able to beat those guys in practice, it's clear that I mean we've talked about it before, but that gives me even more encouragement. I think Benning, maybe it doesn't show up against Auburn. I think he's gonna. I think he he can be what Joe Mathis was a couple of years ago, and maybe even better because he's, he's bigger he's and said
1: that quite often, bigger you know? and
0: wider. We're talking about breakout players now, bro.
1: I, I I know, and I'm just reiterating that you're on the Benning train, and. That's concerning if he's beaten Trey. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm very concerned about Trey's knee. If that's true. Yeah. Trey, no one should be getting past Trey Adams.
0: Well, what if Benning is an All-American?
1: Well, then that's fair. But did we have we seen Trey Adams get beat? But, I mean, As a freshman. Yeah. Okay. As a freshman, sure, okay. True freshman in college, okay.
0: So give me, give me, you know, a, a player or two you think you're going to break out, or a player or two you think the team really
1: needs to have. Great but, you know, seasons. I think I think Elijah Molden's going to be a breakout player. Uh, I, I think he's going to end up getting a lot of snaps. Uh, your other breakout player. Uh, I, you know, I'll I'll go with Ty Jones too, Chess. Okay, I'm going with <laughs> Ty Jones, and I'm going with Elijah Mold as my breakout guys.
0: Who do you think? Give, give me, give me uh, two guys that have to break out for the team to be good, other than the ones we've already mentioned.
1: Oh. <sighs> <clears throat> well, um, you know, I'm going to go with DJ Beavers. Nice. You always and, come
0: up with. You remember you said Levan Coleman two years ago. That was so money, bro.
1: Yeah, I remember. I feel good about it still. Uh, and then I'm going to go with. You, Jackson. St- you
0: still feel good about it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you do.
1: I'm, I'm going to have to go with Jackson Kirkland. This is our other guy?
0: Fuck yeah! Who's starting at right guard? By the way, yes. red shirt, red shirt freshman.
1: Yeah. Fantastic! I think he'll be our other breakout player. yeah there you go awesome fuller did, yeah. did you want to move do you, on?
0: do you agree with me that Benning being a breakout player would be huge
1: bro i uh, i I can't tell you how much I mean <laughs> this is the twenty look, the twenty third time I've asked right in the no, last... <laughs> I mean yeah, if you get the heat from the edge and Benning can apply it uh, and and Shane Bowman turns out to be a, a rock solid guide weekend week out. Uh yeah man I mean Benning is a, a tremendous key to change the complexion of the defense. Yeah it, it's it's massive. I mean it's if if he can create havoc off the edge I mean it's it's absolutely going to be game changing for this defense. An element we just really haven't seen from from this squad since you know like Kikaha. When Kikaha was playing the buck Oh yeah. So there you go.
0: All right, so <clears throat> any any season prediction or, or uh, and prediction for the Auburn game? I mean what are what I know it's hard for is I think hard,
1: we're gonna for... lose. I think we're gonna lose. <sighs> lose like twenty seven twenty four. So that
0: yeah, that would be the over.
1: Somewhere about twenty six twenty four right in there. That's tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah, you know, I I agree with you. I I think we're <clears throat> I think we're going to show up well, but I think I think uh, Auburn just has more talent and they have like think about it like this, bro. Which team has a better front seven? Right. Which team has a better quarterback? Right. How, so how are we going to win? And it's an away game, basically. So how are we going to win?
1: Well, it is an away game. I mean, there's going to be way more Auburn fans than Washington fans.
0: How many times is, is BBK going to get dragged downfield <laughs> trying to make a tackle?
1: <laughs> more than we want to see.
0: We need our defensive line to really show up and be dominant.
1: The, the way we win is is. Yeah, if we win the turnover margin.
0: We win the turnover margin, and the defensive line is just, they have a great game where we don't have to rely on linebackers. Right. Chasing yeah. backs and the quarterback. And I
1: hate to say it, but you know, Peyton Henry's probably going to have to make some kicks. Yeah. Well, he's going to. He's going to have to make some kicks. And we we. <laughs> If we see a repeat of ASU kicking with <laughs> with this and Soderberg, oh my god. Oh man, I'm telling I don't know how many times i mentioned this on the pod, but I don't know how Peterson has ever let himself have like a rough kicking situation, especially after what he went through at Boise <laughs> State. But I mean, um,
0: look, look at Alabama last year, you know, their kicker blew it in regulation. It's it's not, I mean it's it's
1: yeah, but Alabama doesn't need a kicker.
0: Yeah, fair enough. You know they—they they don't. They would have. They would have wanted. They would have wanted that kicker executed if they lost in overtime.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and by
0: they I mean Nick Saban, not yeah. not the crazy Alabama fans.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I knew what you meant. <laughs> you know, Alabama doesn't need a kicker. We need a kicker. You know, I think where we're in trouble is like what you the front seven, like you'd mentioned. And then, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, which, which I mean, are we going to see Browning like, you know, prancing around the field and running backward? I mean, those are concerns to me. You know, what, what kind of leader is he going to be? I mean, those are all things that
0: I, I, I think we're going to no, I, I I think he's going to be fine. I think we're going to play well. I think we'll be well coached. We're going to show up well. But it's going to be difficult. Just their their defense, they just have too much talent on defense. And I, I like the playmakers we have on offense. I think it sets us up really well for the rest of the season, you know, because nobody plays defense in the conference, really. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think
0: uh, – We don't play USC. I mean, Stanford, they, their defense wasn't good last year. They lost a lot of guys. You know, yeah. or, Oregon's defense is, you know, we've run all over them. The last couple of years. I mean, Browning has confidence against them. I mean, UCLA—they're soft as okay, shit. Okay, well,
1: we've gone over this. So, what are we going on to next?
0: Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I guess season prediction. So, probably you 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 would season assuming prediction. assuming we're going to lose to Auburn, you would bet on two losses.
1: Yeah, I think we lose two games. So then we're not making the playoff. No. No. Bro, like you, you've already identified it. We don't have the depth defensively. We don't have the linebackers. And, you know, if Peyton Henry doesn't pan out, you got Soderbergh.
0: He, yeah, he has to pan out. I'm not worried about the kicker. I'm not I, that worried about it. I'm worried. So, two losses. Uh, we win the North, presumably. Who's winning the South?
1: Uh... Who's going to win the South? I think it'll be Arizona. Ooh, nice.
0: That, that's that's who Tequila picked.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Arizona. I mean, didn't they have like 67 freshmen on their team last year? Some crazy number. Like probably
0: that. probably 57 or 47. 67, that's probably too many.
1: Man, I, I swear I heard that somewhere, but yeah, I mean, that sound high. But yeah, I'll give Arizona. And they
0: they miss they miss Washington and
1: Stanford, so yeah, yeah, it's huge. I'll give Zona. Well, I yeah, the I, same wavelength.
0: Yeah, I was going to win the South. Um, God, I'm looking at a schedule here. I've been going back and forth. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Utah.
1: Yeah, that's. That was, I had, I was picking between Utah and Arizona, but you know, Tate is so electric I mean that guy's amazing.
0: Yeah, he is. So for us, for this year, uh, I think, I think we're, I think we're going to lose to Auburn. I think we're going to lose another game in conference.
1: We probably lose three games.
0: Uh, You know, that's we could still we could still win the conference.
1: Yeah, I think that scenario,
0: but we could lose three. We could be like a top seven team and have two or three losses. I mean, by the metrics.
1: Well, I don't see that happen. I mean, I don't see us being seven with three losses.
0: Well, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, two losses, we could be top seven. Could they would be close losses? I mean, who's if Auburn's a close loss? Yeah, I mean, we we already talked, about it. we've probably done enough tonight. You probably, you need to go. To bed. I need to I need to spend time putting this masterpiece together.
1: <laughs> we've done plenty. Should <laughs> I do the cool intro again? Yeah, man, we have got a lot of comments on the intro, buddy. Awesome. Got a lot of text messages about that. Jeez, you okay there? Me? <laughs> what happened? You pulling your pants down? What was that noise? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I moved my computer. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, you're always commenting on my background noise.
1: <laughs> oh man, I I apologize. Hopefully, the listeners aren't aren't uh, turned off by it.
0: righty. thanks everybody for tuning in. Any final words, Jimmy?
1: <laughs> I didn't get many of my trigger words in.
0: <laughs> you know what a trigger a trigger word is for me, a trigger phrase. The Huskies. What? Do you know the Huskies went 0 and twelve in two thousand eight? Ted yeah. Miller asking Browning about that eight years after the fact.
1: Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm sorry for the bad language, but fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I mean Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, that's a that's that's a trigger phase for sure.
0: Yeah, that's and, a trigger and, for and, me.
1: I'll make note real quickly. The the last episode of Who Is America was unfortunately very disappointing. Uh, They had he tried to get OJ though to admit that he had, he had <laughs> Jesus <laughs> that he had actually done the killing of uh of his ex wife and 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 her boyfriend. Do you uh, remember the
0: Norm Macdonald joke at the Aspies?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was like the Heisman Trophy. That's fantastic. They can never take that away from you, except if you kill if you kill your wife and uh, her waiter. <laughs> oh, my. At the S-B? Yeah, yeah. Well, go on
1: YouTube. Look that up. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I will. Jeez. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm... One of my words for the season is going to be deep state. I love that word, the deep state. <laughs> the, the de- <laughs> deep state, look out, they're after you. Yeah, I'm going to use fake news. Like,
0: yeah, Oregon's front seven is the best of the conference. No, that's fake news.
1: <laughs> fake news. Oh, man. Well, I, I, did you give a prediction of the score? You, bro. Oh you never gave your prediction hey i'm
0: i'm glad you're letting this this recording just drag on by the way yeah i know it brings a smile to my face uh score prediction uh, you do- one i'm going to say tw- let's see i'm going to say 20 i'm going to say
1: 23 to 17 auburn okay yeah, no, that's that's a that's a yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
0: Oh, how about this question? What what's what's Jimmy? What what's going to be our first play call of the season?
1: First play call. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, like some sort of swing pass to Gaskin. Yeah, and and
0: who who is going to score the
1: first touchdown of the that's- season? <laughs> uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be Miles Gaskin.
0: I think it'll be tule Latuli Gasanoa on a fumble recovery.
1: <laughs> well, I'd be happy with that.
0: By the way, at picture day, I, I told him I said I want to get a jersey with your name with your name on the back of it. He, he loved it.
1: He, he like that? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. <laughs> Man, you you like the picture day uh, superiority guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, picture pictured a creepy guy, depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, you're probably talking. You see that guy walking around asking all those questions? You get my jersey? <laughs> I didn't ask that many questions. I should have asked more. I, I will say that someone, this guy named Husky JW, made this post about the game. He said, We are so screwed. Auburn's starting defense is Dontavius, Deshaun, Montavius, Jamal, and Jarvis. Javaris, we have Ben Miles and Shane. <laughs> I saw that he has That's like hilarious fifty thumbs up and heart incredibles for his comment. Very popular. Anyways, there you go. There you have it. I think the
0: first the first play will be a uh, play action and Browning gets sacked. How about
1: that? Oh, yeah, I could see that. I could see Brown just getting blown up. Yeah.
0: Any but, other final words, or do you want to just keep dragging this shit longer than it needs to go?
1: Well, I'm just going to say, you know, I mean, we we're excited for the season, but it sucks to predict a loss. kind of gets you. Yeah. It kind of deflates your, your enthusiasm. But, hey, you know what? It'd be great to be surprised and and watch a victory.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be two and one though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to be one and two. I don't either. All right, should we should we end it?
0: Maybe I can finish my protein bar first.
1: Oh, I'm sure everyone would be thrilled to to be part of that. I'm I'm filling the sleeves right
0: now. By the way, sure. <laughs> There you go. I got some nice. You know, when you have a T-shirt that that really hugs your body nicely, it's just <laughs> it's really comfortable.
1: Yeah, you like that. It's story. like
0: what's it called, like compression
1: or yeah, compression tee. Well, I'll yeah. just say this: last piece of advice for a call tonight. Uh, we we've come to, we've come to a scenario in our society where you can't even go to a Madden football tournament without worried about getting shot and killed because someone lost the game not so, sur- not surprised it happened in Florida yeah I mean
0: do, follow do yourselves a favor follow at Florida man on Twitter <laughs> there was there was a guy in Florida just biking down the highway butt naked Like a couple days ago, scroll down the Florida man timeline. There's a guy just biking down the highway, just butt naked in broad daylight.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah, I guess anything goes in Florida. Oh, well, that's where we are, kids. Can't even go enjoy a video game in a competition without to look around look around your shoulder. Now you're gonna have to have like full security. <laughs> it's from the Miami Herald. Naked Florida Man on
0: Bicycle stuns Miami commuters in I ninety five traffic. Oh. oh. Well, I'll be sure to check that out too. Yeah, I'm gonna read read that before I put together this pod. How'd you like the music, last pod? No no uh no singing, just background noise. Yeah, well, Gladstone
1: hates if yeah. there's lyrics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like it, man. I I love the music, man. makes makes me feel good. Well, that's what I like. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry. I just saw this picture. The guy's in the middle of traffic. <laughs> I'm just looking at the Miami Herald right now. This is hilarious. Yeah, well I'll I'll be sure to peruse. Hopefully it won't be hilarious. Uh, I mean hopefully it won't be hilarious if we get uh if we lose. Well, you know, just let us win. God, uh, just please let us win.
1: Yeah, I mean please. Basically it's up to God, so God, <laughs> let's just be a big fan of purple and gold on Saturday. Please. I'll be really good this year. Rest of the year, I'll be really good. I promise. All right, let's, let's cap this off. We, All, we, right. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you in the ATL. All right. All right. Yeah, see you in Atlanta, everybody. Yep, see you there. <laughs> Go, dogs. Go, dogs. <laughs>